What's up, everybody? This is your girl, author Monique Duel, and welcome to another episode of Having a Moment with Monique. Can we talk? I am so emotional, you guys. Um, there is a lot happening in such a short period of time, and my emotions are all over the place. Um, if you have reached this milestone with your special needs loved one, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. My son is graduating in less than 30 days from high school. And so he is about to transition into adult services. And so this is a big deal. This is a big deal. You guys, um, he has made it through school and, um, we are so grateful to God for all that God has done in these past 21 plus years and counting. And we have gone through some storms and some trials and some tribulations, um, some ups, some downs, some exciting times and some devastating times. And yet here we are. We have literally come this far by faith and I am emotional. This two pound, 10 ounce little baby boy that nearly died is now a full-fledged grown man. And so I sat the other day and just watched him and just thought about, I wonder if he thinks about what his future is going to be like. And if he could tell me anything, what would it be? If he had to fill out a parental report card for his mother, what would he say? Would the report be good would some of it be good or bad or um, would he have areas of improvement that he would want me to work on things that he see his mom go through and things like that? What advice would my son be able to give me? And I literally thought about this for quite some time, y'all, because my son brain works just fine. It's just certain things up that's a part of his brain that does not work, that controls his motor functions. But he is very capable of thinking and articulating and um, able to speak his ideas or thoughts and feelings in a way that he can not in the way that we would call normal so I wonder if somebody asked him Jeremiah what do you think of your mother what his response would be and you know honestly speaking as a woman and as his mother I know that while he would be proud of how far he's come and what he's seen his mom go through. I'm sure he will have some very interesting advice for me as a mother, because I am so, I am so loving to a fault. I will give and serve and love until it breaks my own heart. I am the person that will give you the shirt off of my back and the last penny in my pocket not just the dollar but the last penny I will give you my last bottle of water I will give you my lunch my breakfast my dinner my snack whatever um and you know I, I've gone through a lot individually not just as his mom I've gone through a lot individually as a mother learning who I am outside of being his mom and learning the things that um, bring me joy as well as bring me sorrow, learning how to allow people to compliment me and allowing myself to, to, to be embraced by people without being afraid that they're going to hurt me, being healed from trust issues, abandonment issues, being healed from domestic violence and verbal abuse and sexual abuse and sexual assault and all of these things. And, um, 
while still trying to be the best mother to him that I could be, giving him the best that I got. Like Anita Baker, I gave Jeremiah the best that I got. I gave my, I gave Ronald the best that I got. And um, I'm, sh- I'm sure there are some things that I absolutely regret, but I can't change any of those things. And so now as we forge ahead and we're past, almost past this finish line of the race, thinking about the future with Jeremiah, what kinds of things Will he be capable of doing? What services can I find that will be beneficial for him? How do I live life now with him in the adult space as it relates to um, finding his niche in the world? Just because he can't walk or um, can't go to the bathroom or can't dress himself, can't brush his teeth, can't take a shower or anything like that does not negate the fact that Jeremiah still has a purpose. God still has a plan for his life. And I'm like, God, what's next? What's next for him? And I got emotional because it's like, you know, to thrive from two pounds or 10 ounces to thrive and grow and and trust your entire life to another individual in hopes that they would care for you in the manner that you care for yourself in a good way. Let me say that because everybody don't care for themselves in a decent manner. And we need improvement in those areas. I'm guilty of self-care. So that's not, you know, so I'm going to throw myself under the bus. I'm not going to talk about nobody else. Um, But he had to have faith. He had to have faith to trust me for 21 years. He had to. He had to completely rely on me for his very existence. And that's what faith is, you guys. As we trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding, that's what that scripture means, that we completely rely on God for our very existence without question, without debate, without murmuring, without complaining. This is what faith is all about. My son completely trusts me to get him up every morning to brush his teeth, to wash his face, to clean his ears, to wash him, you know, to to dress him, to manscape him, to cut his hair, to make sure his food is cooked every day, to make sure his 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 diapers and things are ordered monthly, to make sure his chair is still intact and safe enough for him to be transported and to make sure he goes to the doctor for his eyes, um, his spine uh the spasticity and the cerebral palsy for uh, uh um um yearly checkups and, and, and physicals and all of these other kinds of things and follow-ups for the physicals and the follow-ups for the follow-ups for the follow-ups and IEP meetings and, and um paperwork for paperwork for paperwork meetings for meetings for meetings and so for 21 years battling to get the appropriate the appropriate services for him and all of these things that come along just so that he can exist in a functionable way so that he can have a quality of life despite his limitations teaching him how to live limitlessly with limitations that took a lot you guys and I'm emotional I'm like man so here we are about to be on the cusp of the second half of the race. And now I have to potentially relinquish my control as parent slash caregiver to someone else to be able to care for him. Because let's be honest, y'all, I'm not getting any younger. There are things happening to me health wise and um, that are not life threatening. However, 
in order for me to be able to care for myself in the way that I have been caring for him, I need more care for him. I am at the point now where the the things that I have done over these 21 years are no longer adequate for the needs that he has as he transitions to adulthood. I need a whole team now, y'all, just to pick him up, to put him in a chair. I need a whole team just to be able to go out of town and, you know, uh, travel to promote Jeremiah the Jackrabbit and to promote this ability and to do the ministry and the things that God has called me to do. There's a difference now. Everything is shifting. Everything is different now. The things that, that worked last year don't work this year. The things that I did for him five years ago don't work for him now. And so you have to learn how to grow in God. You have to learn how to grow in God and grow in your faith as your life transitions from one thing to another or as the um saints say as we go from glory to glory he is going past the childhood he has already passed what is considered childhood he has now graduated if you will to adulthood and so to whom much is given much is required amen and so the things that work for him as a child does not work for him in adulthood so I have to shift as well as he do and that is where your faith comes in at. As you experience trials and tribulations and, and, and waves of success and waves what of what seem to be failure, you have to adjust. You have to adjust to the changes. You have to make the necessary step. You have to take the necessary steps and move in the necessary direction to get where you need to be. Right. And so this is where this is where all of that comes in. Our emotions and the things that we think of. Could, could, I, I, I judge my own self. I don't need nobody else to do it. I judge my own self. Did I do everything I should have done for Jeremiah? Am I doing everything I could be doing now for Jeremiah? What areas of improvement do I as his mom and caregiver need to implement to make sure that he is taken care of and making sure that in, in that process that I am not overburdening myself. I am not overcompensating. I am not overwhelmed to make it feasible for both of us to make life manageable for both of us. Because at the end of the day, I can't give him what's left of me. What's left of me will never be adequate for him. I have to give him the best of me. So that means I have to make sure that I'm I'm getting enough sleep, that I'm eating right. I'm I'm getting some exercises, some movement in. I have some sort of outlet so that I can woosaw. And these are the things that I'm not doing a great job at because in my mind, I could be taking that time and pouring more into his services and his needs. But yet my body is saying, now, Monique, wait a minute. You know, I need this over here. My body is saying, hey, I need you over here. My mind is saying, hey, I need you over here. My spirit is saying, hey, I need you over here. And here I here I am over there going, wait, I'll be there in a second. I'll be there in a second. I'll be there in a second. Because I think or well, I believe that what I need to do for him is more important than what I need to do for me. And let me explain what I mean, y'all. It's not good if you take all of your time, your attention and energy and throw it into another person and neglect yourself. That's not what God wants us to do. God is a God of decency and in order. Amen. And he wants us to take care of these temples. We are the temples of the Lord, the Bible says. And so when you go into a temple, you not if you go into a temple or a church, if it ain't looking right, you ain't staying, right? 
Same with us. If we're not looking right, we ain't smelling right, we ain't acting right, we're like, mm-mm, there's something funky going on around here. You need to go get yourself together, boo-boo. And so this is this is where I am, y'all. It's taking me all this time to figure out that it's okay for me to love me and take care of me to the best of my ability because he's fine. He's healthy. He's fine. And I and I'm grateful to God for that. He is well. All is well with him. He made straight A's this quarter from being homeschooled. He's made straight A's pretty much throughout his whole school tenure, y'all. So I am just so proud of him because after all of these years of me thinking that, you know, um, that I could have done more or I could have done things differently and being so hard on myself and the mom guilt and all of that, which I think I discussed in a previous episode. I'm sure I did. I'm emotional because I, I realized that I was enough the whole time. I realized that I was enough the whole time. I didn't have to to jump through all of these hoops and do all of these things that Jeremiah was content just because he knew that I was his mother and that I loved him. My love was enough for him. The things that I did for him was enough. I'm so proud of my baby because he has thrived and he has grown and he is ministering to people in his own way. And I sit back and go, wow, God, you brought us here. Every time I hear him call my name, y'all, it just it just does something to my spirit. Because it reminds me that when we call on the Lord, that he looks down on us and go, hmm. Let me go see about my daughter, Monique. Let me go see about my son, Jeremiah. Let me go see about my people who are called by my name, who humbled themselves and turned from their wicked ways and are now seeking my face so that I can hear from heaven, forgive their sins and heal their land. God loves us, y'all. And I know that we go through things that don't look all that great that don't feel all that good but it's all good because it's working it's working it's working it's working the bible says all things work together for the good of them that love the lord and who are the called according to his purpose y'all we are loved and i am in awe of god today i'm emotional because despite all of the losses and all of the things that 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 knocked the wind out of me as I forged ahead and raising him and Ronald as a single mom, you know, looking for significance, looking for validation, looking for safety, looking for stability. I did not find it until I found the Lord. It wasn't there, it wasn't offered and it will never be, you know, it, you can wander. Your, you can wander if you want. Or you can you can be stable in Christ. There is nothing. There is no stability. There is no peace. There is no joy. There is no success. There is no um, any kind of thing that will add to your life outside of the will of God. It's not even possible. It's 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 a facade. Everything that happens, that everything that you do outside of the will of God is short lived. They're temporal things. And so. I thank God for 21 years of character development. That's what I'm going to say. I thank God for 21 years of character development, spiritual development, for, for healing 
and deliverance and it's still ongoing we we face one thing and we're healed and and, and delivered from one thing and then God shows you something else so you you'll never arrive you will always need God you will always need his presence you will always need to draw closer to him he created us that way we were created to long and thirst for God no matter what we do or where we go, you can have, I said this in the last podcast, I believe you can have all the sex you want. You could drink all the, all the liquor in the liquor store. You could smoke every amount of weed that's on the market and you still belong and thirst for God. You can be a trillion gazillion gazillionaire and you will still long and thirst for God. And so Keep in mind, you guys, that you are enough. The things that God has assigned your hands to do, you are enough because God is more than enough. You are enough because God is more than enough. You are enough because God is more than enough. I need you to get that down in your spirit. You are enough because God is more than enough. Okay. So that's it, you guys. That was what was on my mind and my heart today. I love you guys. Shout out to everyone who follows me. Hey, y'all, I got a link tree. So if you head over to linktree slash Monique Duel, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Monique Duel uh, dot com, you know, the www before that, you will see everything that's there. Um, that I have done thus far. Everything is over there on Linktree instead of giving you all these links to my website and all of that kind of stuff. Thank you for your love, your prayers and support. And if you would like to donate, because we are trying to have some sort of shindig for Jeremiah. They are not having a prom this year, thanks to COVID. So all of those dreams of me, you know, getting him dressed up and all this kind of stuff in that vein to take him to the prom has been shattered. So now I'm trying to, um, you know, do something else um, equivalent to that. Um, and so I need your help. Um, financially, the money is not there. So I'm not going to lie and tell you that financially, the money is not there to do any of that. And so if you would like to donate to help us out, my cash app is dollar sign M-O-N-I-Q-U-E-D-U-E-L-L, Monique Duel, my name. That is my cash app if you would like to donate for Jeremiah's graduation bash, I call it. And so um, thank you for praying for us. Thank you for your love and support following my podcast, having a moment with Moni. I am all over social media. Um, Instagram, Miss D Rain, M-S-D-E-E-R-E-I-G-N. Facebook, Monique Duel. LinkedIn, Monique Duel. Wisdom at Monique Duel. And um, drop me a line. Um Send, send, you know, inbox me, send me a shout out, something. Uh, let me know how this podcast has ministered to you, blessed your life, or if you have suggestions or things that you want to hear me uh, discuss. I am open for all of those as well. I love you. Thank you for um, tuning in to another episode of Having a Moment with Money. And you know, we get ready to do, we get ready to pray. We always pray. The Bible says men are always to pray and to pray without ceasing. So that means that that's, that prayer is a mandate, which means that it is mandatory, not an option. And so we are going to pray. So let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord God, for this time. We thank you for having a moment with money and I pray Lord God that everyone who is listening under the sound of my voice oh God who needs you in one area or another because we all need you father I pray that you answer them your word says before we call father you answer and so let them hear your answer father God clear their ears clear their spirit 
bind every distraction, Lord God, so that they can hear you clearly speaking to them. And so I thank you, Lord, that your still small voice leads and guides us into truth and righteousness. Father, those who are whose who's family members and loved ones who are transitioning from ch- childhood services to adulthood services. Father, I pray for grace and mercy as you navigate them through the many hoops and meetings and paperwork processes, oh God, that we have to go through to get our children's services. God, I pray for grace and mercy to handle some of the rejections that will come along, Father, until they find the place that you will have them to go. Father, lead them to the day services that you will have them to go in. Lead them to the job and the residential programs that you would have for them to go where your presence is oh god where you already have people assigned to them to care for them in a way that will bring you glory and be of comfort and safety to their families father i pray that you provide and meet every need according to the to to your riches and glory father and i thank you for supernatural strength oh god to continue to care for them in a sick in a excellent way lord god you have given them to us you have entrusted them to us father so we thank you that you have given us everything pertaining to life and godliness and i pray father for those who faith may be waning father you have prayed for us that our faith faileth not father so i thank you that you are even now god strengthening our faith as we learn to exercise our faith and totally trust and rely on you for our very lives oh god we thank you we bless you and we praise your name for these things in jesus name amen amen and thank you guys and tune in next time for another episode of having a moment with money i love you